Drop B Gaming Drop B Gaming Drop B Gaming Drop B Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast! Hey, Yay! This is the Muppet Show! No, this is. Really. Can you believe that this show is still, go, is still going? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, been it's pretty amazing. Seven, six, six or seven weeks since, since we recorded. Last. Yeah. So to be fair, I got Influenza B, Yeah. which was not too good. Yeah, but it, it's a... I don't know. You, you could have done better and got A. Yeah. You know? Shit, man. I tried. It's B's nearly a fail. <laughs> <laughs> Failed at the flu. Failed. I had yeah. an eyesight test once. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> nearly failed that. Because <laughs> I couldn't see myself going to it. Anyway. <laughs> <boom, boom>, <laughs> that's oh. that's going to get the crowd going. That's a classic. Oh, it is. Look that's out. That's a good one. It is. Um, so, this is episode 147. Yeah, as not, opposed to just a made-up number that we'd already yeah, done. Yeah, not that, like where you go, what's one? What's a number that I've said before? <laughs> <laughs> this one rings a bell. Yeah, um, um, and if you if you just scroll down on your list wherever you're listening to this, and you'll see why that's a funny joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't have to scroll far. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, yeah. So it's sorry probably, about probably not even a prime number. What are we on now? One forty-eight. 147. Oh, See? <laughs> We're all over it. Look that's out. not a prime number. No. Um, you know, that's not a good running gag. No. Because it lacks the gag part where it's funny. Where it's funny, yeah. It's I know. just dumb. Yeah. It's um, just running. Yeah. Yeah. And what, not stopping, apparently. <laughs> anyway, thanks for... Um, Sticking by. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> to us. Yes. <laughs> I mean, thanks for us to coming... What? Anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry about making you all wait for so long. It has been a while. I had a birthday, um, went on a, a cruise for a week, mm. um, and Matt got influenza. Violently ill. Yeah. So, so now you're up I to probably, date. My six weeks is probably better than your six weeks. Probably, yeah. Because um, yeah, if you're going to have you know a six-week period, you want to be sick. Yeah. Yeah, violently. Put the sick in six. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, great jokes. <laughs> that today. one's not running. <laughs> so we have go. to talk about many, 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 many games <laughs> today. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is wow. going swimmingly. Yes. Um, so what are we talking about first? Uh, I'm going to kick it off straight away. We're going to go into uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so that one. this was uh, released um, some time ago now. Uh, probably nearly six weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, <close>. uh, <laughs> but we, we did play it and we did play it in co-op as well, which was kind of good. Mm. Um, it's a bit different from the other Wolfenstein games. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it, it had a lot of differences actually. It wasn't, uh, the storyline was set in, I think 19 years in the future. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it was like the eighties. It was supposed to be the eighties mm. and um, it's a world where obviously Wolfenstein is a world where the Nazis won World War Two. Yeah, B.J. Blaskowitz is the guy in all of the Wolfenstein games, and this in this game you get to play as his twin daughters, Jessica and Sophia. Sophia. Yeah, and uh, 
yeah. which are really fucking annoying. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to poo-poo the game yet, but these two characters were pretty unforgettable. The dialogue's pretty bad. Yeah, they, um, you know, they did have a bit of a dig at each other. You know, quite classic often. sibling rivalry, yeah. but just like some of the stuff they said, you're just like, that's not a good line. No, it's not well yeah. written. And and the acting of that was even worse, in my opinion. Yeah, multiple times, I w- it was cringeworthy. Um, yeah, which is a bit frustrating in terms yeah. of gameplay. It was um, the shooting was really good. Yeah, it was. Shooting yeah. was good, which which is, it kind of had to be. Yeah, you know, it comes from a good ilk, so it yeah, should, it feels yeah. good to run around and carve people, carve up Nazis. Mm. Um, it was it probably a little to... bit more, um, a, li- a little bit harder to kill some of them. Mm. Like you, you really had like some of them were bullet sponges. Yeah, and you know, and sneaking up behind somebody, you know, was pretty satisfying because you could take them out pretty quickly, and mm. it was fucking gruesome, as yeah. a Wolfenstein game should be. Mm. Um, they had a lot of, um, there's a lot of customization of your costumes yes with the weird fucking square shaped helmets which was bizarre because you never really saw them yeah exactly yeah. and then just outfits that are just reskins basically they're all like like one piece suits that are mm. have a different color almost like mech suits like they they made that point at one stage that they were you know a, a large enhancement yeah. but it never seemed to be that useful or you know used um just but defends you from Nazi bullets a, a bit. A little bit more. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was good fun though. Like the. It is cool to play co-op Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah it like, was. It's yeah. fun to kill Nazis and it's fun to do that with someone else. Yeah. You know, to share right. the experience of the killing. And getting into trouble was good to have somebody there as well. Like yeah, you could like run revive in Revive me. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, revive me again. <laughs> uh, where you, you still nearby? <laughs> Need another revive. Which, which was pretty full on in some cases because there was areas where there was a lot of enemies. Yeah. So, but it means you've got to be strategic, which is what you need in a co-op game. You that's don't want right. to just be, some invincible person who can just mow people down. I mean, there's a time and a place for games like that. True. Um, but yeah. And we'll get to one of those games a bit later, uh, <laughs> which I've been playing a little bit of. Um, so, I don't know, it is a bit of an older game, so we're not going to go too much into it, but it was good fun. I, I you know, did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you know, there was parts that I found were uh, probably just monotonous. You know, mm. like just same old, same old. Well, the, um, the kind of the thing that I was hoping for was a really good script and story and dialogue. Yeah, and um, because that's what I really enjoyed about the previous three Wolfenstein games: Old Blood, New Order, and Wolfenstein Two. Obviously, yeah. Um, the story is always really gripping and interesting because mm. that kind of like to look at the sort of topsy turvy world where the Nazis have won is kind of an interesting point of view. Mm. But the... Just the characters in it yeah. all seem really fucking annoying. And it just left you kind of not wanting to go back all that much. Yeah. Um, which is real frustrating when you've got a game like that. But at the same time, it it wasn't a full price game either. Um, you know, when it launched, I think it was a $69 game, mm. uh, which... 
I'm talking EB full prices. Um, so it wasn't a hundred dollar game or a hundred and ten dollar game. So you know that that side of it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, good value for money. Yes. Yeah. So the score we give that is a three and a half out of five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Like I said, the shooting is really, really good. It feels good to play. It's just the in-between the shooting bits that mm. I'm just like, eh. And there were some kind of large, long cutscenes at, yeah. at times. Yeah. yeah. Which, like I said, were a bit cringeworthy, so... Especially yeah. with it being co-op. Mm. Because, like, I think I could hear your cutscenes through my headphones because you play with all the sound on the TV and I play with all the sound through yeah. the headphones. Yeah. So I'm hearing the cutscene on my end and then hearing it from you after, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, um... But yeah. shut up, whatever. Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, it, it was wasn't bad. good. Yeah. So the next one is Age of Wonders Planetfall, which is a strategy game that I got. Um, I was pretty keen for this one. It's basically... It's kind of like if you took Civilization and XCOM and smooshed them together. Wow. Yeah. So it has the strategic, like building cities and exploring and fighting that Civilization yeah. has. Mm-hmm. But every time you go into a battle, it goes down to a sort of turn-based uh-huh. XCOM-style battle where you move your, um, yeah. move your guys into position. So kind of like a and Total find... War. Um, yeah. But is it is it more like individual or is it squad based where you know you're controlling individual characters or whole uh, so platoons? You, yeah you have like um probably like seven or eight different characters it depends on how big your army is like oh, yeah. so you build an army like a unit on the outer map yeah is sh- shows as one but they can have like five or eight yeah, members in it okay. so when you yeah. go zoom into the fight you have that many characters yeah. And mm-hmm. basically the idea, it's kind of like Beyond Earth, which was civilization, yeah. where it went to another galaxy. So the premise of the game is that you're in this um, this sort of special forces team, and you go and do this mission fucking miles away, mm-hmm. and then your like, light speed drive or something breaks down. Of course. And so I hate that. I hate it they, when they all go into cryostasis. Yep. While they're doing the like two hundred year trip home or whatever, and by the time they get back, they come out of the cryo freeze thing, and the whole universe has changed because of this war that went through and fucking oh. all this stuff that went down, and Classic. you've got to try and work out what happened. But you're also like trying to survive in this new harsh world. Like they get back to they're called the Vanguard, and they get back to the Vanguard home planet, and it's like overrun with all these fucking sort of. Um, gangs and stuff like that and weird aliens. Bloody hell. But it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's very well done. Everything seems pretty well balanced. Um, Obviously, it's a slow burn game like Civilization is. It's not like the kind of game that you can sit down for a five-minute match. Yeah. Like, you need to put fucking time in. Yeah. But... um, And not leave it for too long and go back and not know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you can just start new games and stuff like that. But there's lots of... um, like with Civilization, there's heaps of technological paths you can follow and different victory conditions yep. um, and all sorts of stuff. So, And then you get to play as all these other different races with different types of units as well. Oh, that's pretty cool. As you progress through the story or if you just play matches, you can choose a different... Um, so you can play against 
you can play as like there's like a cyborg race and stuff like that like your standard like plethora of sci-fi people yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah it's pretty good Mm. I'd give it a 4 out of 5 because I'm like I've been playing Age of Empires Definitive Edition the reason I bought Game Pass Xbox Game Pass for PC I was like this would be good to have while they had that one dollar upgrade thing yep. <clears throat> I thought I'll get it while it's good value and then I was like one thing I would really love is to have Age of Empires on there and yeah. Age of Empires 1 Definitive Edition just came out on Game Pass mm-hmm. and Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition when it comes out in November I think is yep. going straight onto Game Pass nice so I was always a massive fan of those games back in like when I was a kid yep when they were at their fucking peak mm. um, nice and so like Civilization, Age of Empires, all those games, I really enjoy taking the time. Laura fucking hates them yeah. because they're the kind of game where, like, even if I'm playing Assassin's Creed, if she starts talking to me, I can just be like, oh, yeah? Yep. But if I'm in the zone in a strategy game where I'm like, you know, because everything's so slow and turn-based that you've got to, like, think ahead of what yeah. you're going to plan mm-hmm. out what you're doing yeah. and then you get really sucked in mm-hmm. and then she'll talk to me and then I'll be like oh sorry what was that and she'll be like oh fucking <laughs> See, I hate that game I hate that Age of Empires ah uh, well you'll get over it so it's probably a probably a 1 out of 5 from her yeah <laughs> 4 out of yeah. 5 from me mm-hmm. so um, this is my podcast that's right so, so her yeah. score doesn't matter exactly <laughs> sorry so if we add them together, it's a five out of five. Yeah, yeah, which nice. is pretty. Thanks, Laura. Price. <laughs> Actually, I think she gives it a zero, so it stays yeah. at four. <laughs> Sounds fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, Age of Wonders, Planetfall. If you're into um, sort of world building um, strategy games like Civilization and, what's that on? and stuff, it's on all platforms. PC. Oh, cool. I, th- I don't think it's on Switch. Yeah, but Xbox, PS4, um, PC. Cool. It's from I think it's from Paradox. Oh who, yeah. yeah. Um, have recently been really expanding their sort of just everything about like they started buying up smaller companies and mm-hmm. now they're really expanding. Like they've got Stellaris and I think they do um, Surviving Mars and stuff like that. All these I think City Skylines might be from Paradox. Wow. I'm probably talking shit, but like they do a lot of those strategy <laughs> Just games. Google it, people. Yeah. Or oh, maybe I should have Googled it before I start talking about <laughs> it. Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so Age of Wonders, Planetfall, if you're into that type of game, give it a bloody squeeze. Yep. Well, you mentioned uh Switch. Um I finally you succumbed got and got one. Yeah. Um You switched teams. <laughs> <laughs> what games have you been playing on it well it's kind of funny because all the things that kind of stopped me wanting to get one mm. are still very very relevant yeah um, and those things are firstly that there's not that many games on it compared to your playstations and yeah, xboxes it's still got a f- um, pretty fucking it's got a, a, a lot yeah there's a big catalogue but, and all their first party stuff is where it really yes yeah for sure shines. Um, the price of games is way more expensive. Yeah, uh, rare hands down. It's very rare that they do sales, and even when yeah. they do, like you can get um, Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey for like fifty five bucks on sale, and yeah. you're like, 
your like God of War was nearly game of the year or exactly. was game of the yeah. year and it was like 20 bucks that's right the yeah. year after it came exactly. out exactly but Nintendo Anthem's already 15 bucks you know like <laughs> and that's definitely a game of the year contender <laughs> for sure yeah um, but yeah it's, it is it is kind of funny how that happens a lot of the games that are on it as well like th- that make up this large catalogue are mobile game ports yeah so, and indie games and a lot of indie games a lot of um, uh, you know Japanese RPGs mm. and stuff like that there which, are some really good ones but it's really hard to um sort the good from the yeah. chaff sort yeah. of stuff like mm-hmm. there's so because when when you have that many games you're like and probably a lot of them are really good but who you know how do you pick yeah apart from listening to a podcast like this and and hearing yeah that's right and we don't fucking know what we're talking about no exactly don't ever assume we do <laughs> <laughs> But if there, you did, that would be making an ass yeah. of you and me. And potentially yourself again. Yeah. <laughs> not Double whammy. Definitely. <laughs> um, but I'm not a huge fan of those games, unfortunately. Like, I've yeah. played a few of them. Um, the turn-based RPG style never really got me going mm, all that like much. Classic Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I did play them, but... Also, probably because of, you know, my age when they you know, became really, really big and popular, I wasn't a teenager who had a hundred hours to put into Final yeah. Fantasy, you know? Yeah. Um, so there was those kind of games that I played and then I had young children. So it was like, okay, well, either I'm going to play for two hours at night time or I'm going to try and chuck on a game and have a, you know, half an hour in the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and... I just didn't have that kind of longevity ability, so I never really fully got into them. Yeah. Um, which was a bit of a pain, but anyway. They I, do take a pretty big yeah um, investment of time. They do. So I've picked up, uh, I think I've got about nine or ten games on the Switch, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of those were at the last EB sale that they had at the end of July. Um so there's, they constantly have a sale. Well, there'll be another one in, in a day or so, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but biggest I got, sale ever. <laughs> exactly. Get your carrots. <laughs> Double trading. Oh. You know, I saw a thing totally to derail. Um, <laughs> I saw a thing about EB World. They do the, um, the levels, right? So to get to level five, you have to be level four. Duh. Yep. And But instead of it being based on the amount of money you spend they presumably randomly select people to be like, congratulations, you've been selected to be level five. And I don't know if it's permanent or if you get it for a year and then you have to be randomly drawn again or what. But obviously EB World levels mean fucking nothing Nothing. to me. Because I never ever trade anything in because, I mean, it's probably a good idea if you don't have much money for games, but I feel like it's a fucking scam. Yeah, And I would rather have a game sit on the shelf... Yeah. gathering dust then support their fucking bullshit exactly and get two dollars for it where yeah. they sell it for 50 so um but i'm happy to buy pre-owned games oh yeah because they're really cheap yeah but basically um this group i'm in which is called aussie gaming bargains which i think is like a pressstart.com.au like subgroup oh, yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. they um they were posting someone posted a screenshot of the email being like level five and they were like oh they're doing level five again yeah and I, 
someone was like, what's the point of EB World? And someone who was wearing a suspiciously EB Games style blue fucking shirt in their <laughs> profile picture was like, oh, it's really good. You get all these benefits like extra trade credit. And then they were like, one of the things you're supposed to get is invitations to betas. Oh, yeah. You get sent. E- so it's from level three up. And I'm level four, and I've never fucking received a single email being like, hey, here's a code for a beta. Yeah. Except from publishers, because I do this podcast. Yeah. And you probably Um, do get them, but they say, when you pre-order this game. Yeah. And everyone gets those. But the thing was like, as a member of EB World at this level, you will get invitations invitations to these betas and stuff. And I'm like, well, I've never received that. Yeah. And this guy was like... Well, you probably get your emails are going into junk mail, probably. I'm like, mate, I fucking get EB emails constantly. <laughs> exactly. And never yeah. has one been like beta. Yeah. They're all like, you won't believe what deals we have. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you buy this thing from Zing? Because mm. that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I was like, EB was bullshit. Yep. Fuck you. And that's fair enough. So, so anyway, um, I, I, I bought these Switch games. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that was a derailing and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got, uh, probably the biggest ones I got was Civilization Six. Yeah, great game um, on the Switch too. Yeah, yeah. It is it is a hard one though because it does take so much time. Yeah. Like Civilization's a fucking thousand hour game if you yeah, want yeah. it to be. You know? And even like, individual matches, you're looking at like two to three hours. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind good of good if you're commuting for like forty minutes a day. Yeah, you could play it on the bus or whatever. Yeah, and but I am, but I'm driving. Yeah, so it makes it really hard. Yeah, <laughs> you got to put in cruise control, and then yeah, you're like, exactly, crash Just... into things. <laughs> it's a real hassle. Costs too much money. That's um, where the switch kind of falls over for me because yeah. um, if I'm feeling like playing games, I'm pretty much going to be sitting at home like i'm not yeah. sitting at my desk pulling the switch out of the drawer exactly and playing my switch at work because i'm at fucking work that's right i have work to do <laughs> yeah you know and if i'm at home i'll turn on the you know age of empires on my computer or turn on my playstation yeah um, exactly occasionally i play the switch on my tv but most of the games don't really grab me yep so well i did get um mario kart which we've That's played a classic, as a family, yeah. we've played a fair bit of. Um, I got uh, Mario World or one of them. Um, um, Mario Party, maybe? No, it's, no, it's the... Um, Oh, Mario and Rabbids. Oh, that's a really... That's, that's actually that's, a surprisingly good game. It is a good game. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. Fucking hard, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you've cruised through the first two or three, you know, levels... And yeah. then it gets hard real quick. Yeah. Um, which is good. You know, I've, I've enjoyed that. Mm. Um, but it's really I also good to got, play. It's uh, like a party game. Too. Yeah. That's where the Switch is really good on TV is yeah. with the four-player game. Like, I get so many emails from indie devs being like, check out this four-player co-op game yep. for Switch. And they're all, they all look like super fun. Yeah. And I've played heaps of really good four-player co-op games, but I don't have four people at my yeah, house to that play. Can jump on, like yeah. if I I tried playing a four player co op game with Laura and the boys yeah. once and it went really badly. <laughs> so I try yeah. to avoid that. But no, yeah fair enough. But that's what, like yeah, commuting and party games. Yeah. It definitely exactly. works out. Yeah. 
and it was kind of funny because like I I had the idea that you know I, I really enjoy sports games for instance you mm. know like some of the games that I've played the most of in the last 20 years FIFA NBA. FIFA NBA yeah and you know occasionally big shooting games um, but you know out of the sports ones they probably dominate for mm. me um, even NHL like I gave those games and Madden fucking yeah. big cracks like you know hours and hours and hours yeah anyway so i thought that might be a good idea but they just don't look as good yeah they don't play the same um i don't know it's just it's it it is a step down Mm. you know compared to the to the current gen consoles um let alone next gen as well yeah exactly so i hope it doesn't get left behind um, yeah. you know, and they need to be really strong in their first party stuff, which I think they are like breath of the wild is, I got that as well. Is yeah. Seriously a good game and you yeah. can play it in like small patches too. True. Yeah. Which has um, been pretty good. It's a really good game. Super Mario Odyssey is just a like brilliant third. Yeah. Um, yeah like third person fucking 3d platformer. Yeah. I got the, I don't think it was Odyssey. It was the other one the first Mario that came out with the Switch or just after the Switch launch. Okay. Because um, I got one of the more original ones and that's been fun too. Yeah. So They brought um, out another one recently. Yeah, the um, Creator or whatever it is. Yeah, so there's that, yeah. but there's also like a a, plat- a 2D platforming one. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's Super Mario Worlds or something. All right. Yeah, I can't but remember. Odyssey was is, the but... one where you throw your hat yeah, it's not that one. Because yeah. that one was more... That was a lot more 3D where you actually... Mm. There was depth to the screen sometimes and you could go backwards. Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that one either. It's the more just 2D platformer one. Mm. Um, but anyway, it's been fun. Um, I also got uh, um, Trials on there. Yeah. See, uh, that's not a bad one. Graphically, yeah. it looks way worse. Yeah. Like, fucking way worse. But it, but it plays, plays very similar. Yeah, it yeah. plays very well. And it's good to have that mobile as well because you can literally just pull that out and play for, you know, 50 seconds yeah. if you want, you know. Yeah, until and you eat shit and then be like, yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> See ya. Frisbee. <laughs> oh, look, you crashed. I can crash you even better. Exactly. Throw it on Boom. the floor. Um, so, yeah, but it, it also lends itself to being dropped which is yeah. very scary. That's why I don't let the um, kids use it, except yeah. if it's in the dock. Yeah. And it, as it is, they fucking toss the Joy-Cons around yeah. in a rage. Mm-hmm. You know, gaming rage. Of course. Or they'll just have a sibling rivalry while playing, and one of them will be like, damn it, and, and throw the fucking controller. And I'm like, stab each other with it. Yeah. Those things cost a hundred bucks a pair, you fucks. Exactly. Don't yeah. throw it. So it's, it's not a cheap console. Yeah. Um, and... If there was the opportunity for it to drop in price, I know they're bringing out the light, which is fifty bucks cheaper. I can't believe um, that they're charging so much for the yeah, Switch Light. Yeah, it's I, so totally overpriced. Well. Yeah, because it's not a Switch; it's a friggin' DS. Yeah, yeah, with one screen. That's it. Because you can't remove the controls. Yeah, you can't dock it to a TV. Mm-hmm. So it's only a handheld system. Yeah, and they're charging. And it's almost the same price. Pretty much the yeah. same price as a system that's been out for a year and a. Two years, two years, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's a bit scary. Um, but anyway. but that's Nintendo. They don't like. They know their cachet in the industry. 
so they know yeah. like the Switch is selling gangbusters mm. um, we've both got one which we didn't both have a Wii U and we didn't both have a Wii yeah yeah. Uh, you had a Wii I didn't have one no and I was not interested in a Wii U yeah at all so I knew one um, person that had a Wii U and they played like half an hour yeah <laughs> and now like the Switch is really going well for Nintendo yeah it is so they can mm. kind of afford to maintain their price but at the same time you look at like discussions about PS5 and Xbox Scorpio whatever the is yeah. it Scorpio yeah um, Scarlet no. Scarlet I don't know there's something yeah I think Scorpio was Xbox One X and yeah. Scarlet is the or next one ah uh, whatever the yeah. next gen consoles when they come to talking about price there's a certain price point where people are like I'm not fucking paying that much yeah you know PS3 came out and was like 700 Australian dollars yeah and people are like that is an obscene price exactly. point exactly but oh if, but it's a DVD player as if well if they'd have maintained well Blu-ray player it was PS3. Yeah, but um, I think the PS2 was a thousand bucks at launch. Yeah, I think it was too. But yeah, like when you're talking about price when it comes to PS4 and stuff, there's so much more of a sort of price rage yeah. than there is about yeah, Nintendo. True. People are usually just like, oh yeah, like mm. no one, no one says Nintendo never dropped their price. It's bullshit. Yeah, which when you compare like game sales on Xbox and on PS4 mm. they are like you can get some mad deals they do oh, weekly shit, yeah. deals on PlayStation that yeah. are like three quarters of the price 75% off mm. every week a different game yeah. yeah and then and like good games too yeah. and some then, of them are AAA titles yeah and then mm. Nintendo are like oh you can have I mean 50, yeah. 55 bucks for their first party stuff is nearly 50% off but True. it's still 55 bucks, mm-hmm. which is what you can buy a brand new PS4 game from JD yeah, Hi-Fi for. That's nearly. right. Yeah. So, yeah. like when I see sale on a game, I don't think 55 bucks is going to be a good sale price. No, that's right. I'd be like, 35? Yeah. Would be, you'd be like, oh wow, that's a really good price. That's right. Mm. Especially if it's something that was like a launch title. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. But 35 bucks is almost 50% off you know, yeah, what you get on from JB, your, or, JB or yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, when you're looking at oh, fifty percent off, and it's still fifty five bucks, you're yeah. like, meh. No, maybe you guys yeah. are fucking yeah. lining your pockets. Which but it, they it's are. kind of funny because like, they're running a business. They got oh, exactly. But I and I don't know if I'm the only person that has this feeling, but Nintendo to me still feels like a kid's toy. Yeah. And, and well, they kind of direct themselves as that because the PlayStation and Xbox are definitely directed more to adults. Yeah, yeah. And so the family entertainment system has kind of dropped away. Yeah. And it's more like well, you don't hear that from Xbox games, anymore. Like oh, fucking Skylanders and stuff like that. Yeah. But now, like Nintendo, just consistently are like, this is a great place to bring your family. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. And and that's, that's how it feels like. Having one is very much that feeling of it's it's still a, a kid's system. Mm. You know, like I went and bought one and even the guy at EB said to me, oh, the kids will love this. Yeah. Thinking that I was buying it for them. I'm like, fuck off, dude. It's for me. Shut up. My kids um, don't get to touch this. Exactly. Yeah. Don't then, ever say that again. <laughs> yeah. I will stab your face. <laughs> Wolfenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but that's my thoughts on that. Uh, hopefully I... 
you know, do get some good games and we continue to play on it. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. Nice. Well, one of the games that recently came out on it was a bundle of Hotline Miami and Hotline Miami 2. Yeah. And Hotline Miami 2 was refused classification in Australia, but they mm. launched it on the Nintendo Store um, regardless of that. So I'm not sure if it's still on there. Nintendo, I assume, don't give a fuck. I think it was probably <laughs> going to get pulled away from the store. Um, yeah. Because there's been games like that, like Mother Russia Bleeds on PS4 mm-hmm. was this sort of like Double Dragon style um sort of bash them up punching yeah. kicking fucking bloody disaster fight yeah um which was an amazing game but it was so violent and you got health by injecting oh okay yeah so enough. there was yeah. like as soon as there's drug use yeah. they just mm. go nah not allowed yeah. even though you can watch Breaking Bad or yeah. like um requiem for a fucking dream exactly. where they inject into a friggin scab in their arm that's it like horrendous stuff but mm. no you can't even have a 2d pixelated game yeah, use injecting. Yeah. use it as a health thing on 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 you know their defense though it does cause mass shooting so yeah. i get that mass shooting yeah. ups i'm definitely <laughs> i'm definitely more violent and um prone to heroin yeah because of playing mother russia bleeds so anyway. case and point yeah. yeah but um hotline miami both games are really fucking amazing yeah so if it is still on the nintendo store that's a perfect game for a handheld and not a perfect game for a family yeah <laughs> like you can let the kids play it but um there's probably going to be questions asked when they do um coloring in at school and draw some really <laughs> exactly. fucking warped yeah. shit <laughs> so but yeah. yeah, so anyway, we'll keep you abreast of what we're doing on the Switch. Yeah, mm. this, um, yeah. I was going to make a joke about breasts, but <laughs> <laughs> but there are no jokes. JRPGs. There are no jokes about breasts. Yeah, they're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Look at mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you just destroyed my <laughs> exactly. world, you man. Um, another old game that I've been playing was uh, like apart from Age of Empires was I actually uh, was playing Spyro and I knocked over the Platinum Trophy for the first of the three on the trilogy yep um, that was that a good game such a good game yeah and it still totally holds up like yeah. there's some con- there's some problems with the controls a little bit yep but it mostly is like like because it's a 3D platformer when uh, you're trying to run and you might like fall off a ledge or something because you haven't aimed exactly right yeah stuff like that but Mm -hmm. in general like a surprisingly really good game that has held up yeah cool yeah i'm not gonna give it a a score um the remaster i feel like we did we not review that already maybe not no i'm not gonna give it a score no it's an old old i've still got two more games out of it to play yeah true because i finished the first one completely and then i started the second one and i was like uh just played like 20 hours of the first (laughs) one and this is exactly the same except with slightly different controls so it's just confusing enough to (laughs) fuck you up i'm like "Eh, yeah fair enough i'll take a break speaking of controls um, there's been another game released recently called Control. Wow. Hey, nice segue. Mm. Um, I haven't played this. I played it for like five minutes the other day. Yep. But um, yeah, wasn't feeling it. It's, it was, I was pretty tired. It so. is an interesting game. Like yeah, the, it's like real mind fuck. So I was yeah. like playing it, and I was like, uh, 
I need to be in a mood, certain mood you do. to get into this because it's just well, like, it, it's weird. about this place called the FBC. So it's the Federal Bureau of Control, mm-hmm. um, and you know they basically seem to do supernatural instead of like yeah. the investigation shit. Yeah. Um, so it's X Files if they had their own building. Yeah, and the building itself is really weird. Like, at one stage, the the main protagonist in it says to this other lady, oh, I swear I've been to this city like a thousand times and I've never seen this building before. And she goes, aha, that's because the building didn't want you to find it and if you're not looking for it and it doesn't want you to find it, you will not find it. Basically, the building itself can shift and change and, yeah it's you know, like a sentient being of its own yeah, so, yeah it's it's really weird and it's been infected basically by the hiss mm-hmm. um which is basically just a fuckload of people talking in the background the whole time <laughs> and it gets so fucking annoying like yeah. it's literally just like 20 people all mumbling all the time as you're running around just fucking wanting to like pull your ears out of your head so you can't hear them anymore yeah um, that's fucking annoying it is it is really fucking annoying it's kind um, of like that um hellblade where she had voices yeah yeah and Except every now and again like, like that, you yeah. you can kind of make something out of it but also there's other parts where um like the the game starts with the current director killing himself oh and then you walk in basically and the whole building's deserted um, and it's in lockdown somehow but you manage to walk in the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got into <laughs> the start and it's like all the computers are like lockdown has been in effect and yeah. you're like, well, well the, I just walked through the security well, it wasn't gate. the front door locked. Yeah. 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 So that's a bit of a weird one but it wanted you to be in there. Of course. So, yeah, because the, yeah. the building You know, if there's any, it's like... Um, it's like when in Assassin's Creed, every time there's glitches and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah. oh, that's just the animus glitching. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's in there for a reason. That, don- <laughs> that donkey with no face that you saw, it's yeah. just the animus glitching. The person running like halfway in the wall. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that was normal back then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you see someone stuck in a wall and then they get slingshot across the fucking city. It's just the, the animus. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the building. And no one even to... pays attention because it was so normal back yeah. in Rome back then. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Gary's flying away. <laughs> See ya. See you later, Gary. <laughs> Don't forget to be at my place at four. <laughs> Shit. What's this Assassin's Creed you're playing? Uh, it's Sassy's Assassin's Creed. Anyway. Uh, what are you talking about? Um... <laughs> So, anyway. Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah. yeah How's go. it going, Ezio? <laughs> show us your fucking blade. I'll show you my blade. Just... That's not a knife. <laughs> oh, God. Matt's really tired today, by the way. So, this, yeah. is, this is what happened. I actually got four hours sleep last night for the infinite day in a row. Nice. Yeah. So, you should be used to it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. It's great. Stop complaining. Oscar's done this cool thing where he just wakes up and starts yelling and crying that's for no cool. reason. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Nice. So, that's great. <laughs> I give that game five out of five. 
So, is he got his own room now in the garage? Nah. Oh, you should. Oh, yeah. yeah, kick his ass out. I have so many sets of noise-cancelling headphones that I could use, though. Yeah. Oh. But I kind of worry about going to sleep with those kind of headphones in, because they really Axe fuck with just, my head. Yeah, won't, yeah and won't, plus, yeah. like, murderers. Yeah, yeah, of course. But You're supposed to protect the If family. I can't hear them, they're not there. Well, they're, they're not real. That's la, for la, sure. La, la. Exactly. Anyway, going back to this his Video game podcast, yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the, the whole thing is that you basically walk into this place not really knowing anything, um, and you've got to kind of figure your way out as you go through the story. Um, and it, it actually does a pretty good job of the weight of how it kind of, you know... It, the pacing it of the game. the yeah. information to you. Because um, you do want to know more and you're kind of just constantly just getting enough that it doesn't feel like you're sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It, like, leads you, tows you along a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But there so was this a, is from a lot Remedy of... who made, like, Alan Wake and I think Max yeah. Payne and stuff like that, didn't yeah. it? I mean, like, original Max Payne, I think, was Remedy. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. But, but like, the, they're well-known for their storytelling, yeah. yeah. And and in this, it is it is quite good as well. Like, they've done a good job of it. Mm. Um, you know, there's... There's not much I can tell you about the story that won't spoil it, spoil yeah. anything for you. Yeah. Um, well, what about gameplay mechanics? Uh, it's it's actually pretty good. Like you have certain abilities as well, so you have control. Yeah. Um, and I was speaking with Carl from uh, you know the game train, and he made a good point. He said early on it feels similar to. Um, Star Wars um, Force Unleashed yeah Force Unleashed that one yeah um, because you do have that ability to kind of control your environment a little bit yeah. um, I heard comparisons to like Infamous 2 and stuff like yeah. that a little bit yeah a little bit just um, where you're like a super powerful like you've yeah. got weird powers yeah and that in a way is probably one of my only real negatives to this game is that you feel way overpowered. Yeah. Um, you know, there are boss fights that you walk into a room and there's like a new bad guy kind of thing. Yeah. And they kill you a couple of times until you kind of realize, oh. You figure fuck, out the pattern. Or yeah, whatever. I just hide behind this and I pop out and then I can kick this guy's ass real easy. Yeah. Um, and once you figure that out, it's, yeah. it is pretty simple. Mm. Um, you do gain more skills as you go along and you level up and power up there's a pretty good you know um tree in the in the game yeah. where you get to add new things and you know different weapons and all that kind of stuff mm. um but i don't know it it, it just feels like you're kind of just going through the motions you walk into a room you fuck the dudes up because you can yeah you know and it's as easy as like you've got the ability to, you know, telepathically pick things up and throw them at people. Yeah. Um, so you've got a, you know, in a way, like you're in this, in certain sections, you're in like a big warehouse type area. Yeah. Um, you know, there's control rooms and there's power rooms and there's generator rooms. So there's like fucking big 
you know, gas tanks and shit like that in some areas. That's convenient. Yeah, so you can just, like, instead of picking up the trash can, mm. pick up the fucking butane bottle and throw that at the dude. Yeah. And that does, like, a shitload of damage, obviously, and it makes a whole area blow up. Yeah. So if you're kind of paying a little bit of attention to what's around you, the game can be very easy. Yeah. Um, which is a, a bit of a shame, you know, to me, because yeah. it, it feels unchallenging yeah. in, a lot of, in a big way um, yeah you know I am enjoying the game because I really want to know what the fuck yeah, the story yeah the story is. drags you along yeah but the gameplay itself is not what drives it mm. at all um, and because of that once it's finished it's on the shelf forever yeah you know, it'll probably never ever get picked back up yeah um, even if there's some compelling you know, DLC that comes out, mm. I can't see that I want to go back and play it. Yeah. Because I already know the story and unless there's like a massive gap in that story that they can fill. But if there's a massive gap in the story, then the game's not complete. Yeah. Which makes no sense. You know, yeah. they'll complete like the story, the story and, and, yeah. and round it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting, but you know, there's, there's also other little bits like um, in... In Far Cry, for instance, you know how like there was sections where you know you, you had like the um, the drug induced sections yeah, where yeah, you kind of went off and like well, all of them really, yeah, but there was sections. Far Cry th- three, I think, was the one that really kicked yeah, it off with that. the fucking craziness. Yeah, yeah, and there's bits like that where you'll get to a certain area and to learn a new skill, you have to bind it to your person, yeah. so you all of a sudden just kind of go to this place which is like the abyss and it's just Mm. endless nothingness and then there's like all these levels that kind of come up in front of you that Mm. are made out of blocks and stuff like that and you've got to traverse them yeah it's weird (laughs) like it it is kind of very bizarre but the other thing that seemed really weird was the voice acting in some some parts really let the game down yeah yeah which I, I found really disconcerting because it's it's to me the acting is what drives a story yeah and that's what makes you want to you know continue to play it yeah. um but there's this one bit where and it normally throughout the game it's fine but when you decide that you know you, you've had a cutscene, you've gone and talked to somebody you can basically when it, get, when it gets back to live gameplay, you can turn around and talk to that person again mm. just to get some more knowledge and just ask them questions of things if you don't understand. Yeah. Um, and it seemed really weird. Like, there's this one point where you're talking to the last director's assistant and who's now your assistant because you're, you know, the director of this thing. Yeah, um, sure. So to understand more of what's been going on, you want to ask some questions. So anyway you have this cutscene, and she gives you a little bit of information and you can get up and fuck off and go and do the next state, like the yeah. next section, or you can sit back down again and have a conversation. And it was just really weird. Like it just really threw me at the time because you sit down and then you, you're sitting there and like, she's just staring at you basically. And you choose out of the list of what you want to talk about. Yeah. And it was so bizarre. Like every single time that you had a conversation out of the six things that came up in the list, yeah. 
you were sitting back in your chair just kind of just looking and then you'd sit forward and like put your hand on your chin and just ask so tell me about dr blah 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 and then it just seemed really disconnected and as soon as yeah as soon as that conversation finished she'd sit back down and like you know kind of sit Mm, back in the chair and just think about it for a second and there's a a fair bit of like internal dialogue that she has during it as well which is also really weird because if you meet a new character in the game and they tell you something or ask you a question yeah you have this internal dialogue for a second where she goes oh yeah i was thinking about that the other day and i was wondering why all these things were happening and blah 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 and then that seems really 30 seconds after the question's been answered or asked she kind of just goes back and goes yeah and it's like (laughs) whoa this chick's weird (laughs) that's why she's the director of the fbc well that's it i think you have to be a weirdo to be in a (laughs) time shifting building yes true yeah yeah. So anyway, the idea is that you're trying to get the hiss out of this place. Just uh, go to the toilet. Yeah. Well, true. That'd be easier. Um, <laughs> but instead, she wants to use mind control. Um, so anyway, I haven't totally finished the story yet. I'm yeah. pretty close. What about graphically? Because um, one of the things that I noticed in the time, or just in the little tiny bit that I played, was I noticed a lot of popping. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially paintings on the wall. Like, I went up to paintings because, like, one of the initial cutscenes, yeah, it paintings. like scans across these paintings and pictures on the wall. And I yeah. walked up to them to get a closer look, and it's like fully pixelated. Yeah. And then over the course of like 30 seconds, which is a fucking long time yeah. for texture popping, mm-hmm. it like layered in yeah. until, you know, it got slightly clearer, slightly clearer. Like, most texture popping in games, it's like blurry. Clear. Perfect. Yeah, and in this, it's like a thirty-second ride through the fucking valleys of eight bit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. yeah, and then finally it got clear, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's not a great picture." Next, yeah, oh, same fucking thing. Back to the first one. Oh, it's completely fucked again. Yeah, it's it, like there has been some issues with it. Um, I'm sure on the Xbox One X, it's bloody amazing. But probably. Yeah, we're playing on PS4, and yeah, I'm definitely noticing in the t- even in the short amount of time I played, I noticed yeah. some graphical issues. And- there is some kind of issues with that because there are some stages that you know there's interference as well like there's you know smoke in areas yeah, and, so you're getting you a know, lot of effects on the screen all yeah, at once yeah and so you, I actually I saw bit. the frame rate like frame rate dropping and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well where in certain times the game runs really smooth and then certain times it like gets really jittery yeah did you notice that while you were playing um for very small points sometimes yeah. but not all that much yeah so, that's good yeah yeah because i read that somewhere and i was like fuck it's mm. supposed to be a triple a game like yeah that's unacceptable in this day and age to be putting out a triple a game that has these kind of yeah yeah shitty fucking just annoying things yeah that's right yeah but, and it, yeah. It, it has i don't know it does feel a little unpolished in that regard at times not all mm. the time but at times yeah um but the other part of it is probably that it also, like I was saying before, that it does drip feed the story to you so you get a bit of an understanding of what's going yeah. on. It also drip but, feeds textures. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, But it also sometimes doesn't do that fast enough. Yeah. And you're left just going, what the fuck? Like, yeah. There was one part where 
I didn't even know at this stage that I was the so-called director. Yeah. You know, and I walked into a side room off a hallway that I was walking down and there was all of a sudden a poster on the wall of me, of the yeah. character, not me, myself, but as the character. That would have been even that weirder. I would have fucking freaked out then. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's like when uh, in Forza, they're like your name. <laughs> hey, Lucas. But in this, yeah. it's like, hey, Lucas. <laughs> So you're a lady now, are you? <laughs> that would be weird. That would be imagine if it was the the protagonist, but with your face, oh. like same body and hair, and just your face on the front, but like that weird NBA 2K face <laughs> scanning, where your your top lip was too big and all yeah. that shit. It's yeah. like a fucked up panorama photo of <laughs> yeah. your fucking head. That's a good look. That's that would be yeah. the, that's the future. That's probably next gen. We're probably ahead I of our time. I think that's next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to actually. That's another fucking game. Okay, so continue. I, I want to finish this. Yeah, I want to yeah, finish yeah. this. Um, so anyway, there was this yeah this bit where I walk in and there's like a framed picture, yeah, of, picture the of the protagonist, the protagonist yeah. and she didn't even look like I was looking straight at this thing like a meter away. Yeah, and I just stopped and I was just looking at it going. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> Who she the doesn't. Fuck am I? Yeah, she doesn't even know why she's come to this building. Like, oh, yeah. she was looking for something but had no idea. And then, and does she say something? No, nothing at all. There's oh. like a a picture on the wall. All the other ones were of the director that you find dead. And then, yeah. at this one point, somehow they all change to you, yeah, and you have it's no a sentient building. Yeah, and you have no fucking idea. Yeah, and somehow don't even notice or care you that don't there's question all of it like oh yeah. that's weird yeah and I would have thought that there'd be a point where she'd walk past it and go why the fuck is my picture on the wall Like, <laughs> I like this room it's... I can't quite put my finger <laughs> on it and it's not even with what she's wearing or anything like she's posing for a fucking portrait yeah you know and it's like when did that happen yeah, yeah. and you you don't even care you know and that was a bit weird but yeah. anyway I I don't want to give it a score yet um, yeah. it feels like probably a four but yeah. I don't want to give it a solid four yet because I haven't finished the storyline yeah. so it could be better we'll it could tack be worse. that on with a, a fucking follow yeah, up caveat on the at the end there and yeah. yeah we'll follow it up follow it up so the last thing we could probably talk about is there anything else you wanted to talk about um just also started Gears 5 we're not allowed to talk about that yet no so sure we're not saying what we've how we feel yeah, about it anything about it it's just a game that's out there yeah, in the world that's right um well the nba 2k20 demo came out yes and it has um so basically you can build your character mm-hmm. um which a is a cool. huge huge change in that yeah it's yeah. pretty pretty um fleshed out yeah the only problem is the face scan thing i still can't fucking get it to work i tried to scan my face like four times in my phone and it was like it the uh, it's an upgrade from how the face scan used to be with like um, EA games and stuff because it has these little icons of the f- of your face at yeah. different angles yeah. and they light up green when they're good. Yep. And then it's like sweet, you're done. Go into the game and I go into the game and it goes checking for face scan data and then it goes found loading and then it's like ah no that's not good enough scan yeah. again and I did it three times and it still didn't work so I was like maybe Fuck you're too this. ugly you break the yeah. game. Maybe it's just a piece of shit. Yeah. You ever think of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I played a bit and uh, was dropping threes like a boss. 
And uh, Steph Curry was like, fuck. You're the man. You're better than me. Oh, of course. Cool. I, I guess. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, nice. He didn't actually well, say it, but you could tell by looking in his uh, eyes. He would have been able to tell by... He wears his heart on his sleeve, that guy. He could have yeah. told by looking into my fucking panorama head. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that game, um, I didn't play too much of 19, so I can't really tell the difference yeah. of the gameplay, but fucking, it's it's so smooth and fun mm-hmm. that, uh, you know... Well, I downloaded it, the demo. Yeah. The, you know, the, yeah. There's not very much demo. to the demo. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's a demo, but that's right. Yeah. But I, I got it and then I went to play it and all the servers were down for two days. Nice. So I've been so pissed off that I never went back and had a look at oh, it. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's available and I know I can mm. jump on and play it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of really waiting for the, you know, the game the to game. be released. Which comes out in five days and so we'll probably be talking about that on the next episode but um one thing yeah exactly (laughs) um right when we do our game Game of the year year. yeah exactly um one of the uh, one of the things that i wanted to say about nba 2k20 is that when you know when they were talking about loot boxes in europe a lot and there was a lot of court hearings and parliament hearings and stuff 2k went there or sent a representative like the whole fucking company didn't rock up but yeah. they sent someone and they were like, um, the microtransactions in my team do not involve any gambling, they said, right? So they've just released the new trailer for NBA 2K20's My Team. Yep. And it has all of the old ways like getting packs and all that kind of stuff, VC, virtual yep. currency. They now have an actual slot machine. Yeah. That has like dials that spin, <laughs> and yeah. it's literally a fucking slot machine that can win you <laughs> more. Um, well, I was going to say, like that. On, in 2019, you had a, a daily bonus that you could go and do. Yeah. And you basically walked into a casino, uh, and there was just like roulette. Was it roulette? You know, the ones that spin around? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not roulette where you have the. Oh, just thing, like but a spin to win thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You'd, you'd literally wait your turn because there was a lineup sometimes. But wow. you'd wait your turn, and then you'd go up and you'd pull it around, and it spin, and you'd win whatever came up. Yeah. Um, well, now it's like three slots, like an actual fucking yeah. pokey machine. Well, on the in the my team as well, um, there was a thing where you'd put in codes every every couple of days they'd put out a new code and you yeah. could win different things yeah yeah um, they've been doing that for a little while yeah, yeah some of it was like mt which is the in-game currency yeah uh, or my team currency uh then you could win you know packs or certain players or whatever yeah um and how that worked was you'd put your code in and it was you know the things that they drop a ball in and there's uh, always yeah. little spikes so the ball yeah. goes down in different directions yeah. and and that would end up dropping into one of the into barrels one of the ba- one of the things at the bottom yeah. based on and that was what you supposed won. to be chance yeah yeah but they've got that was, in the new one too in yeah. the trailer for it and you're just like it fucking hell just watching it makes me feel like gross yeah yeah, so I'm like, ugh. Like, and I enjoy that. How can kind they of say thing? there's no gambling involved in it? Because, because actual money, you're not like winning actual money. You're only winning a digital 
bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's their argument. Because the whole idea is that you can pay big fucking money to open packs. Yeah. And the higher the you know chance is that there's something good in that pack, yeah. the more you can pay. But so you, you can't... Um, you can't sell that what you oh, get okay. for money. So it's te- like that's how they argue that it's not gambling because you can't actually get money back for what you put in. But Which is loot boxes. Yeah. Like that's the whole argument yeah. of loot boxes. It's pay to win. Yeah. And- but it's, yeah, in terms of legalities around gambling, it's not technically gambling uh, because okay. you can't make a winning out of it. Yeah. Like a physical, like a, a currency winning. Yeah. But... Just in general, like I really enjoy FIFA Ultimate Team and my team in NBA 2K because I love being able to build a team, mm. you know, and it's cool to be able to go, oh, fuck yeah, I got like a 93 player yeah. in FIFA Ultimate yeah. Team or whatever, mm-hmm. and being like, ah, oh, sucked in, I got this guy last yeah. night by playing. But um, at the same time when it, like you've got to leave up some of the curtains, mm. you know? You yeah. can't look behind the curtain to see that it's actually just trying to steal your money. Yeah. Because, you know, we've already talked about FIFA Ultimate Team is like a third of EA's fucking income yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. And NBA 2K, my team, is guaranteed to be one of the key reasons why they put out a new game oh, every year. Oh, for sure. Because they're making buku bucks out of it. Yeah. But to come down to like just shitty carnival games and fucking pokey machines and stuff like that like what the fuck does that have to do with basketball yeah, exactly. nothing nothing you know yeah. um, at least I mean, in for FIFA... fuck's sake Ben Simmons can't even get into the casino because he's black <laughs> you know topical <laughs> yeah read the news motherfuckers yeah but um yeah I don't know it's it feels yeah. like it's going too far yeah but you know it'll know. continue it's... and only get worse I'm sure yeah yeah, especially when they're fighting that that's not even uh, relevant yeah. to the argument. So, yeah, good on them. And it comes down to people voting with their wallets and people continuing. And they will. But yeah. the addictiveness of it is the problem. Yeah. Like, well, it's kind of funny because with... And I remember mentioning this last year in um, NBA 18, yeah. 2K18. Um, when you reach level 99, mm. then... I think it's now for the first hundred people that that reach level ninety nine, they get a custom made pair of uh, Nike shoes. Yeah. Um, they get immortalized on the wall for the next game. You know, all this kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, but oh, they get interviews in the in game. Yeah. Two K TV. Yeah. Uh, so they get fairly famous. You know, yeah. like and most of those like big players that are good can go on to esports and do pretty well. Mm. Um, and you can buy the currency with real money. Yeah. So you can literally go out there and spend like 20K in real cash yeah. to buy enough points day one to go to 99. Yeah. And that's bullshit to me. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's still that's gambling. That's still winning. Yeah. That's still pay to win, mm. which is really not right. Yeah. It depends how much you want to have a custom pair of shoes, I guess, but it's still like, it removes the incentive for actual players yeah. who aren't, not to say that people who spend money on microtransactions aren't actual players, but mm. like, it just doesn't feel, it, it has a 
a shitty feeling to it. Yeah, it does. So because yeah. I mean, once you get to ninety nine, your skill level or sorry, your ability level of your player, yeah, is insane. Yeah, you know, like I don't even think in the actual game, like they all talk about LeBron being number one. Yeah, he's not even rated a ninety nine. Yeah, you know, he's not even that good that he is a perfect player. Yeah. So if you can pay to be that, yeah, then it's kind of going against what the whole intention of the game is. It's kind of like looking at FIFA Ultimate Team when, like, I remember when FIFA 19 came out and I looked at FIFA Ultimate Team and there was people already with teams that were, like, entirely superstars. Mm -hmm. The whole 11 players are all, like, the best in their position in the world. Yeah. And um, you just look at them and you go, like, you didn't get that yeah. by playing the game. Yeah. You spent a fuckload of money and good on you if you want to spend money mm. but you can't be like hey look how good my team is if you fucking just spent 500 bucks to get yeah, that team exactly like if you play for three months and like You're lucky enough grind out the fucking tournaments and shit like that yeah till you get enough good players from packs mm -hmm. to be you like a super fucking good team then you will get my praise because yeah. you've done way better than I would ever bother fucking doing. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. um, I always get the Ultimate Edition of FIFA, which comes with a bunch of FIFA Ultimate Team packs. Um, and even that, I'm like, you know, I usually spend, you know, 30 or f between 30 to 50 bucks in FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. And then I'm like, Feel robbed. That's <laughs> like, yeah. you know, FIFA 17, I probably spent 100 bucks on FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. And like, to be fair, I didn't pay for the game. That's right. So yeah. when it comes to that stuff, when I get the games for free, I'm a little bit lean more towards like, doing. It, I don't mind yeah. paying a little bit exactly. just to fucking... But when you're getting gouged 120 bucks or 150 for the Ultimate yeah. uh, and then paying more... Yeah, extra. And my team's still not very good. Yeah. You know, like my team last year was pretty fucking good, but um, it was still not anywhere near what the... You know, yeah, what would be was, really yeah, good. Like Corey's stars. been playing it a lot lately, and he, I stopped playing like a month after the game came out, and my FIFA Ultimate team is still better than his yeah. now, nearly a year later. Wow! But um, even that, like that, just goes to show how pointless it is to play the game without spending any money True. if you want to have a good team. Yeah, because sure, you'll eventually maybe get a good player, but you can go an entire year playing it and not have a fucking awesome team that's it and that's where the shitness of it comes in because you look at it and go well you know what are the percentages of the packs and you mm. know it, it takes so much work to get the packs and all you get you're like oh fuck all I want to do is just build like I usually try to aim to build Man City yep so because I don't follow EPL Anyone, very you know much but like yeah. Man City have always been like my go to yeah um so I always try to build their te the team and I fucking never get Aguero. Yeah. And I'm just like, I got company, like Vincent company mm -hmm. a couple of times and I'm just like, yeah, sweet, but never Aguero. Yeah. And then you've going to a match against someone who's got like Messi, Aguero, Ronaldo yeah. and you're just like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Pay to win. Anyway, that's, yeah. uh, that's where we're going to wrap up the show. Um, I think that's all I need yeah, to speak about. I've got there's a couple of other games, but um, I haven't had a chance to look at them, so we'll just yeah. record again soon. Um, soon. So 
don't know when this is going to come out, but I'm assuming not tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to say, hope you had a good Father's Day, yeah. um, as it is Father's Day here tomorrow. Um, and I know Matt and I are both doing Father's Day things, so mm. we will be having a good Father's but Day. But not hopefully. seeing our father. No, probably not. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, I want to give a shout out to my son, Charlie, because he won uh, his best and fairest for under 14 footy Nailed in Queensland. Yeah. Legend. Um, so finally someone a... in his family doing something <laughs> it's an acknowledgement um by his his peers i guess yeah well, not peers by the umpires yeah so good on him is the best yeah and the fairest so good on him that's um, racist well yeah so he's got a bit of a tan too so he's not the yeah. fairest he's definitely not the fairest yeah definitely not the darkest either so yeah you know. anyway middle, middling player i know <laughs> get, get good yeah, jeez, you're the um, most average skin colour Exactly. Hurrah! <laughs> Congrats. I'd like to thank my dad for supporting me, and and the sun for not making me too dark. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, that's this the is... end of this. Uh, went yeah. down a hole real quick right there at the end. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will be talking in your ear holes again very soon. Hopefully.